What's going on, everyone? We're back. I, actually, I'm back. Jack's not here. He had something come up, and he had to go tend to that in Laurel. So I'm I'm here solo, and we're I'm gonna do the game preview today. So we're gonna be talking about the Bama game this week. You know, we don't expect to win this, but maybe we can come out with some moral victories. And then I'm gonna do my picks for the week, and then I. Gladly, there's a lot of Instagram questions. Hopefully, I can just answer a question. So, everyone, buckle in. Keep both arms and feet in the vehicle at all times. And we're just going to get into this. So, today, of course, this week, um, there were a lot of transfers at Mississippi State. And a lot of fans have been going at Mike Leach because he said, oh, just expect more. But really, when we look at the people who have transferred... How many of them did you expect to still be here when we hired Leach in February? Schrader, we all expected him to be out. Maiden, people that knew Maiden thought that he would be out. People that didn't know Maiden acted like they knew Maiden and thought that he'd still be here. Kylan, he declared for the NFL draft twice. Shavers, we didn't have him yet. Kareem Walker isn't good at football. Nick Penley, he hasn't played with how our offensive line looks right now. That's just not a good sign from a Juco guy. And Trey Lawson. And I think he's like a three technique, and we switched to a, a four-man front, so that kind of just alienated him in that D-line. Okay. So this week, with Alabama's absolutely amazing offense, we're going to see how good Zach Arnett really is. And if he's good, <laughs> he's getting a head coaching job somewhere. We can't expect him to stay along here if he holds them to like 21 points on offense or 28 even would be good against Alabama another thing is this is the first team that we've played that can really run and pass well most everyone that we've played has been one-dimensional except for Texas A&M they they had a little bit but Kellen had an off day against us so I'm really excited to see how Zach Arnett does against them and on to the quarterback situation No one has any clear word on if it's going to be Will or KJ. Apparently they've looked both about equal in practice, so we'll see what happens. I mean, whatever happens, we can't expect Will or KJ to look remotely good against Bama if our offensive line isn't improved. Bama just has too many pass rushers that they can put in there, and it'll just be a terrible game to watch. I'm really not looking forward to watching this game if our offensive line is that bad again. The, the only thing that we can really come out of this game wanting is to see us take advantage of our clean plays when and if they come. So, yeah. Maybe just seeing some not drops or maybe a quarterback that doesn't drop the snap every second play. Or, you know, maybe just no interceptions. No interceptions would be pretty nice right now, in my opinion. Hopefully we can come off of this bye week and... Just get some moral victories, which I know a lot of people don't like the term moral victory, but at this point we need something. And I, I really hope we can. I hope that the transfer situations haven't been that big of an issue. People seem to be making a big blow about it, but we all expected this to happen. You should expect more people to transfer or opt out. Brad Cumbus being one that comes to mind. King Ani coming to mind. He hasn't shown anything in game. I I'm a big King Ani fan, and he just hasn't been in a game yet, so I'd expect that to come something. Uh, Spivey, we don't have tight ends anymore, so that whole tight end room could be out of here, and 
there's really nothing to stop that. Like, I really don't think it's Mike Leach just being the worst kind of human or anything. And another thing that happened over the weekend, when Schrader transferred, people were like, oh, can't wait to see where he goes. He's going to be fantastic. Always a fan. Maiden a, a, a little bit of the same. But when Kylan, Shavers, Kareem Walker all transferred, all you see is stuff about how tough Mike Leach is on drugs and his rules and everything, which... At, I mean, why can't we say the same about Strader? Oh, I just didn't like the rules of the team, was a bad locker room guy. Uh, there's just a little bit of a trend when you look at the players that we pin. Oh, they're just locker room cancers. Uh, they they just didn't fit with the team. They didn't play by his rules. Yeah, just, just wouldn't like that to continue. And I think if you're doing that, you're not a fan of any of these athletes. Okay, so that's really all I have about the Alabama game, and I really just needed to get that little piece off my chest. So, into the picks for the week. Game number one is number three, Ohio State, at number 18, Penn State. Penn State lost an absolute heartbreaker last week, so I, I don't think that they come off of that emotional loss and look anything good. I think Ohio State is one of the top two teams in the country, and I don't think they're number two. So, Ohio State for me, pretty safely. Okay, so there weren't a lot of good games this week, so I had to kind of pitch in some right here. Number two is Louisiana Lafayette at Texas State. Funny enough, um, I've watched every one of both of these teams play this year, and Texas State has won like one game, and Louisiana Lafayette has lost one very different sides of the spectrum, but Texas State, if you want to watch some exciting football, please go watch Texas State. They're fantastic. I always have a blast watching them. Um, but in this game, I'm going Louisiana Lafayette. And then on game number three, we have Texas at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is the Big 12's only chance at playoffs this year, so it would only be right for Texas to beat them for no reason. So I'm going to go with Sam Ellinger and Texas on that one. Okay, number four is Memphis at number seven, Cincinnati. And some people are saying Cincinnati could turn the Cincinnati. So, Cincinnati, a group of five team making the playoffs? I mean, if they make it through this game, I have them making it. I mean, you really can't take anything away from them. So, I'm going to go Cincinnati in this one. And then game number five, we're getting into our SEC games, is number five, Georgia at Kentucky. And as we all know, Kentucky is a bad football team, but somehow they get given wins. But I don't think Georgia's the type of team to give away a win, so I'm going to go Georgia in this game. And then we have a really weird one. Auburn, two weeks in a row, has been given victories by the SEC officials. And LSU is coming into town, and TJ Finley, I don't know how, but changing at quarterback made the defense play good against South Carolina. I think I'm going to go LSU. I, I don't think Auburn can win three in a row, weirdly. But, yeah. Okay, number seven is Ole Miss at Vanderbilt. If Vanderbilt could score any amount of points, I would pick Vanderbilt. But I, even against that horrid Ole Miss defense, I just don't see them scoring much. So I'm going to go Ole Miss in this one. Okay, number eight, uh, Arkansas at Texas A&M. I feel 
I feel like Arkansas is going to win this one. Even when Arkansas was bad, they played Texas A&M close. Last year, they were going into like the last minute of a game, and Arkansas was almost beating Texas A&M. But weirder things have happened, so I'm going to go Arkansas beating number 8 Texas A&M. Okay, then num game number 9 is Missouri at number 10 Florida. And this game, uh, Florida's back. All, all their COVID stuff is kind of over. I think a few guys on the team still have it. Dan Mullen's all cleared and everything. So I think Florida wins this one handily. And then to our game, Mississippi State at number two, Alabama. Alabama's winning the game. It, it doesn't matter who we play at quarterback. We may make it funly close, but I don't I don't see that happening. I say we lose by three scores, maybe four. So that's what I got on that one. Okay, and that's it for the picks for the week. It wasn't very fun not having someone with me here for the picks. But good thing I have some, I just have a few Instagram questions to go through. So let me get into those. Okay, number one is from Hale State Country. How do you feel about Mike Leach and what he said about everybody transferring? Well, Mike Leach came out in this press conference and he was like, a brace for more. And this whole time we've really been expecting a lot of attrition on this team. And it seems like this is the week that we got it all. I mean, we didn't have a summer practice for any of the stuff to go through. I think that's really what uh, held the two quarterbacks, Maiden and Schrader, this long. They just didn't know what position they were in in the quarterback room, really, because they didn't get a shot yet. They're, they're just not getting one, and that's just not very good. We all expected attrition in, in the spring, but nothing like surprising has happened, really. And that leads me pretty well into another question. It's from Football James 17 Who is the most surprising player to enter the transfer portal? And for that one, I'd have to say Tyrell Shavers. I thought that he'd be pretty good in this system, but I think he went to the air raid expecting to run streaks and everything. Not, not very like middle-of-the-field routes. But that's just not what you do against drop eight, sadly. So, and... He's visibly upset when he is asked to block, and I, I don't, I just don't think that's a very good fit for him here. I, I, I wish he would have done well here. I, I was a big Shavers guy when he came here. I was like, yeah, we got two six six four four guys. We're going to the national championship, but here we are with one win. Eh, you know what's the difference? Okay, from Ole Piss, what round do you think Kylan is going, and what team needs a running back like him? I think any team in the NFL could use a running back like Kylan Hill, except for like Kansas City and maybe the Saints, unless they want to put pressure on Alvin Kamara. But I, I think I could see the Dolphins with him and Tua being a really good fit. I could see him going to uh, New York Giants. Uh, Saquon's hurt, and I think Kylan has the same skill set as Saquon. Uh, he's not as explosive as Saquon, but I could see that being a fit for him. And he, Kylan could do it anywhere. If he gets over the ankle stuff, he'll be fine. He'll be a great NFL running back. Okay, that is it for the Instagram questions. But last week I asked some questions on Reddit. And I got a few of those right here. Okay, and number one is from Hale State 2023 <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time caller. How many days till baseball season? Um, it can't come fast enough. I'm really excited to root for a winning team 
that's going to be fun. I'm a Washington football fan, and they're starting Kyle Allen. So nothing is really fun right now. Okay, next one is from Bisbee77. How do you feel about Kylan Hill opting out for the rest of the season? Um, well, weirdly, it hasn't officially happened yet, but everyone just kind of feels like it's happening. The reports came out. Mike Leach said, I haven't heard from him, but last I heard, that's just a weird statement. So it appears that Kylan isn't with the team right now, but he's on the team. It's a lot of weird stuff, and I'm just going to let Kylan and the team figure that whole issue out. Okay, from Hale State 74, what is the purpose of the linemen split out as wide as they are in the Leach offense? Um, from my experience, um, in my high school, we had pretty wide splits, but that was because we were a zone running team, and the air raid is completely different from that. And what I've gathered is it's for uh, passing lanes between your offensive linemen, because uh, there's a whole lot more over-the-middle stuff in this offense than normal offenses. Another thing is in our run game, uh, all those draw plays, when you're doing that with those super wide splits, those defensive ends are way out of the play, and they're not even a factor. So you get numbers right there. So wide splits, it shouldn't be an issue if our offensive linemen are comfortable with it, which they are clearly not comfortable with it. I don't know what we're going to do about that. I think really, right now, all you can do is stick with it. It's always worked. But it doesn't seem to be right now. Okay, next is, do you go with Roger or stick with KJ? Okay. So on this one, I know there's a lot of people coming for KJ's head, but if we throw Rodgers out there against Alabama, he's going to get murdered, which I expect us to throw him out there, and I expect him to get murdered behind this offensive line. But that's a tough first start to give a kid. I mean, he may go out there and do pretty good, but with how that offensive line is, I mean, I'd hate to hurt KJ's draft stock or whatever left of it he has, or confidence, whatever he has. I could really see how people could want to start Will Rogers, and I expect that to be the option that Leach takes, but none of that has been reported yet, and I don't expect us to know until game time. Um, that's it for today's episode. Uh, it was fun doing this alone. Actually, it wasn't. I really miss Jack. I can't wait for him to be here. But with that said, uh, everyone, thank you for the Instagram questions. I forgot to say, please send in your picks. We've seen how good our winners are the past few weeks. It seems like if you get five right, you may win. So make sure you send those in. We'll have those posted on our Instagram shortly. That's going to be it, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next time. I miss Jack. Please come back